With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And joining us now to talk NBL is uh, former Breakers assistant Mike Fitchett. G'day Mike, how are you? Good, mate, how are you? Yeah, not too badly, mate, not too badly. Um, uh, big game uh, today, or well, two big games today, after the Taipans uh, got up over the Kings, mate. So uh, that one up in Cairns, obviously home court advantage, and it's something that the Taipans have done well this year, isn't it, against the Kings, as they match up quite well defensively. I think twice they've kept them to under 80 points. Um, on Friday, they kept them to 82, won that, and have set up the sudden death game, which uh, we're going to see tip off at about five. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sitting down and um, catching it, even though it's a beautiful day down here in Nelson. I'll be in front of the TV, but um, I know uh, head coach Adam Ford of the, of the Taipans of Cairns came out and said last week that he'd built his team specifically to beat Sydney, the front runners of the league, and he's obviously done a good job with that with long, rangy athletes, and um, it can cause a, a few issues for the Sydney guys, and uh, obviously it helped when Xavier Cooks went out with, a, with an ankle sprain sort of midway through the game, and um, but I think Ken's, they were on top then anyway, but yeah, quality side, and they, when they shoot the ball well, um, very difficult to, to beat. Yeah, and having McCall back as well made a big difference because, I mean, he was touch and go for game one, um, but good to see him uh, back amongst it because he's so important to what the Cairns Taipans do. Yeah, he is. He's an interesting one because he's, cause he's, you know, one of the few guys on their roster that's, a, what you'd say, is a, probably a non-shooter. Um, they also have success when he's not there because they can just put five very good shooters out on the floor, but um, he does, you know, stir their offense along and, really active, gets his feet in the paint and gets kick-out shots for three-point shooters. Um, a very, very, very good defender as well. So having him back was a, was a big win for them. Uh, they shoot well from distance too, don't they? So, I mean, they don't need to get uh, to get under the basket to, to be scoring points because they're a very good three-point shooting team. Yeah, and, and that's always a risk um, when you put together a team. You, you put together a bunch of three-point shooters and everyone says, you know, oh, playoff basketball slows down and you won't be able to get away with that in playoffs. It becomes a grind. And, um, yeah, I think Cairns are going to, obviously going to try and prove that wrong this afternoon. But it was, you know, super, really satisfying from a, with my Tall Blacks hat on. But um, seeing <laughs> Sam Wardenberg come out the gate early um, and bang in a couple of threes and get to the foul line and, and um, just show the versatility of his game. So, um, really happy for him and, and what they're doing up in Kent. Now, I know that this game is back in Sydney, but if Xavier Cooks doesn't play or, you know, is limited by that injury, um, how big a difference does that make? Massive, massive. Um, you know, he's the MVP of the league. He's the best player in the league. I think him and Bryce Cotton are probably a, a step above all the other players in the league. And uh, to lose him, huge issue. Um, but it's one of those things we see in sport all the time, right? Like, you can cover you can cover for a guy for one game. It's, it's that second and third game that it, that it really starts to bite you. So, you know, I'd expect to see um, a little bit more out of Suarez inside. He avoided a, a suspension after a little bit of rough and tumble towards the end of the game. So, I would expect to see a little bit more out of him and then um, Vasilovic as well, stepping up on the outside and, and trying to take a little bit more of that scoring load. I'd, I'd 
I'd like to see those two guys kind of step up a little bit more. Uh, which way are you are you leaning? What do you think is going to happen? Well, have we heard as Cook's in or out? Have we have we got a final? Because uh, that's probably it. If he's in, I, I think I'm I'll back Sydney. If in the, and if he's out, I think I'll back uh, I'll back Ken. So pretty comfortable on the fence there. <laughs> Very comfortable on the fence. Let me <laughs> let me do a quick uh, search. Uh, uh, no, I don't I don't have anything uh, just yet, mate. Just yeah. yet. But as soon as I hear, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Uh, what, Thank you. So what about the, the breakers up against the jack jumpers? I mean, everybody I talk to who knows more about basketball than me, which is just about everybody, um, suggested mm. that the Breakers uh, should go to Tasmania and get it done in two. They didn't. Uh, but they did dominate, you know, the first half of the match, but kind of fell away in the second half. Yeah, I mean, expecting a Breakers team to, even a team this this and good uh, as the Breakers are, to go over to, to Tassie and just stroll out of there with a win was, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have been in that camp. They... The way Tasmania defends, you know, they I love it. They defend the island, but um, their mantra. But the way they defend, they come out and they're super aggressive for 40 minutes. And um, what was really impressive is often you can be aggressive for 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes of a game, but then teams start picking you apart with quality offense. But um, breakers couldn't get that done. But I think that was mainly due to the just the energy that the uh, ends the Tasmania team played with. Um, getting out of their traps. They were hard showing. They were getting the ball out of Will McDowell-White's hands around the halfway line, but then sprinting back in rotations. And the effort and energy they played with for 40 minutes was, was honestly, it was, it was fantastic to watch. So um, going to be really hard for them to do that again, um, to do that back-to-back games. But, you know, they've been there before. They did it last year to Melbourne United, and um, they won't have any fears. And saying that, I think I still I still certainly back the breakers to get it done on the home floor. Yeah, no, I mean, they beat them by 20 points there only uh, a few days ago. I can tell you, uh, Xavier Cooks is on the court for warm-ups ahead of Game 3. Uh, the league's MVP seems to be moving freely without issue. Yeah, I, I, that probably tips it towards Sydney for me. Uh, he's just uh, such a quality player, and, and I'm sure they'll be in front of sort of 15,000 um, in, in Sydney there, so... That also helps. It does help. So uh, what are you thinking? It's going to be a Kings-Breakers uh, final then? Yeah, I think so. I think it'll go, you know, they showed they were the two best teams throughout the season. And um, that's, the, that's the finals. I, from a spectator perspective, I think that'll be the most exciting final series too. I think Sydney's been a, a notch above everyone else. But when the Breakers are rolling, that's definitely a team with the depth and the quality at the top of the at the top of the roster as well to... To really challenge Sydney, so I'm, I'm both because I want the New Zealand team in there, um, but also because I want to see you know the best possible series.